I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you today? This cloudy, damp... Oh, man, I know. We have been having such beautiful recording day weather. (laughs) We have. But, you know, I think the day that this is launching, which, of course, we record ahead of time, but I think it's September 22nd. And that sounds about right. First day of fall, the autumnal equinox, um, I think, right? I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. So, but um, I, I do love the transition. I I don't have necessarily like a favorite season. They all, but I love the transition time from one season to the next. So I'm not mad about the gloomy day. Sometimes it's nice to have a Well, that's quiet. good. You know, and you can't have sunshine every day because then you don't appreciate it. Right. It wouldn't be special. Right. Now, I almost sent you a text. I was <laughs> I was at one of our member companies yesterday doing some training. Now, for our listeners, this would be a week ago as you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And on their monitor in their reception area, it said 100 days till Christmas. <gasps> I almost took a picture and sent it to you, but the person I was coming to see walked through the door. <laughs> that is um, scary. Hundred days till Christmas. Woohoo! Wow, that's exciting for you. I'm it is. so overjoyed for you. I haven't started singing, but um, I guess this it means that I, I I don't know. Maybe I need to start like organizing my shopping list or something. There but you go. That is that is and scary. And there's another positive to Christmas. The days are already getting longer. Yes. Not shorter yes. when you're at Christmas. Because right now, one of the things that we talked about before we hit record was that it's dark in the morning when I want to go out for my mm-hmm. walk and mm-hmm. I'm having to adjust. Mm-hmm. But Dece- so December 22nd is a happy day for me because the days start getting longer. Longer. And that's- See there? You know, I guess and we get just a little closer to Christmas. Get, I know it's the most wonderful time. It of is the, the year. most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. All right, so today today we're starting a four part series. Mm-hmm. This four part series is titled "The Four Dimensions of Leadership." And so, what I wrote in my post that went out this morning was that um, everybody knows I love leadership. I love studying leadership. I mm-hmm. love listening to great leaders. And I heard this teaching of. Um, a few weeks back that was titled The Four Dimensions of Leadership. And it really intrigued me. And so I I thought, you know, and the best way for us to learn anything, so I really want to suggest this to to our listeners. If there is something you want to learn and you really want to have it ingrained in your mind, as you learn it, teach it. Mm -hmm. And you won't forget. So I thought, okay, if I really want to master this, I should do a four-part series on it. And so I'll write something every week. I'll write podcast notes for it. We'll talk about it on the podcast. So within a month, I probably would be a relative expert on the four dimensions of leadership. Yeah. So the first one that we're talking about today is inside-out leadership. And this was not a surprise. So in, in you know, one of my mentors did the teaching, Mark Cole. And, and when I... When I was listening to his teaching, the first one, that inside out, really resonated with me because I've heard it so many times, a leader has to be bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. So I, I really started thinking about that. So, so what does it mean? And so the first few points here that I'm going to make, all of our listeners have heard about, it, it starts with character. Um, 
you got to be a person of character. You've got to continually build that that foundation of character, being bigger on the inside than you're on the outside, doing the right things when nobody's looking, those type of things. But then the next part is you need to be highly intentional in your growth. So you're a good person. You're doing the right things. You're valuing people. You're, you're filled with honesty and integrity. But you got to grow because if you don't, you can only give what you have. And if you don't have it, you got nothing to give, right? Mm-hmm. So then how do we safeguard our growth? And then I got to the key, which was self-discipline. Now, when you hear that hyphenated word there, self-discipline, mm-hmm. what kind of thoughts does that conjure up in your mind? I, you know, I think... I will say that I think a lot of people are kind of scared by that phrase, but, um, for me, I'm a, I think I'm a pretty self-disciplined person. So that, I think you're very self-disciplined. It excites me a little bit, I think. Okay. I like, so you get excited I do, by it. Because I know what comes from being self-disciplined ah. and I know when I'm off course and I and and when I correct it, like how much better I feel and how much smoother my life is, and you know, I, yeah. um, I it almost is kind of like sometimes when you have a challenge that you're really excited about, cause, you know, you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. It, it's kind of one of those words for me. It's like yeah, like self discipline. I will, t- I will take this head on. <laughs> okay, so I'm really glad that you feel that way because. I could be doing this podcast with somebody that says, oh, self-discipline. I hate that word. Right? Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. It's a word that sometimes scares me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I am never, I have never been satisfied with my level of self-discipline. Because I always think there's more. Mm-hmm. That I could, I could be better at it. So, one of the keys that I put in my post was there is this piece that says it begins with self-awareness. And so the, the key there is we become self-aware when we reflect and we typically reflect on our failings. Mm-hmm. We reflect on where things didn't come out the way we wanted it to. And, and we've talked about this in our podcast before. You can go from failure to success, but you can never go from excuses to success. So I've, I'd rather have a failure in my self-discipline than make an excuse as to why I didn't do it mm-hmm. or why it wasn't possible. So one of my things, I, I, I wrote about this, um, this exercise thing. <laughs> and I really thought it was critical for me to explain what I meant when I said, you know, there's things I know I should do, but I don't. And there's things I know I shouldn't do, but I do. And I'm th- I thought, as I'm writing this, I'm thinking, people are going to wonder, what in the world is this guy wrestling with? You know, so what I should do, but I don't do, is exercise enough. And so I, that is, and it was interesting. The other morning, um, when I went out for my walk, it was 39. Um, so I, li- I literally got my lightweight, puffy winter jacket out <laughs> to do my walk because mm-hmm. it, was, it was 39 degrees, right? Right. And so when I came back, my wife just kind of looked at me and I think she said, eating your ugly frog first, huh? (laughs) I said, yes. 
podcast from I don't know how much how, how many, years. two years ago, years. right? Years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my ugliest frog that I got to deal with is my exercise, and so I, so but it's dark. And my my puffy winter jacket is navy, so I mean it's not it's not reflecting anything as I go out there, right? So, so I have to figure out what do I do. I could use the excuse that it's dark, so I'll just skip it till what April? Nah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> so I have to make an adjustment. So mm-hmm. you know it's too it's too hard to do. Now people could say no. All you have to do is buy one of those you know reflective vests and put a li- a lamp on your head and. No, I'll shift it a little bit. At some point, I may have to do that. Right now, I don't. Okay, and I'm not, and I'm not doing a treadmill. That just seems to be per- meaningless to walk and not go anywhere. All right. So you have to make adjustments, and you make adjustments based on a failure, mm-hmm. something that didn't work. So the awareness piece, and and so okay. So the one thing that I knew I should do but I didn't was exercise, and and the thing that I know I shouldn't do and I do, ice cream. It's just, and I even try to cloak going out for ice cream as I'm going to take the grandkids. (laughs) So this is a time of family bonding and, you know, and so it just, it works well. But my wife says, I I know why you're taking the grandkids to get ice cream. It's just because you like ice cream. I worked out this deal with my grandkids and I said, you know, if if you happen to be at our midweek Bible study at our church, I'll take you for ice cream after that because I want to go get ice cream. <laughs> I'm really thrilled to see him. You know, so actually last night we did it. It was kind of cold. Yeah. And then my wife said, I think we need to shift to donuts, not ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? I think as the weather shifts, we, it may not be ice cream. But then, then my weakness is going to be, you know, donuts and hot chocolate. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But those are the things that you have to wrestle with. Everything in moderation, right? Everything in moderation. Yeah. So my wife doesn't have a problem if I have ice cream. But if I do go out <laughs> too many times a week for ice cream, that's not good. Okay? So those are the things. I know I shouldn't, but I really want to. So I need self-discipline. Now, you had mentioned um, this phrase. Well, we can't say it because we don't say the name of this pandemic, do we? So people oh. should just think right yes okay we put on the blank 15 because we still haven't said it we still haven't said it on air right and we're not going to well i i have to admit that i actually lost weight yeah i put on the blank five in april and then had a reality check but Mm -hmm. good for you i did now it it may have come back I'm not sure because I haven't gotten on a scale and I'm afraid to, but anyways, but so what I, so why was I able to lose it when other people were gaining it? I wasn't going out for lunch. Mm -hmm. There was no going out for lunch. And that's when I started my exercise routine. So if you don't go out and you, so you're not eating the junk. And if there's not junk in the house, and I'm walking. That's so what my point there was to get the self-discipline in place, you structure things differently. Mm-hmm. Now my challenge is going to be this. As I begin to go back into the community, back into our member companies, I have to plan for not going through like the hungries as I'm driving from Auburn <laughs> back to Syracuse. Well, I think this, the self-awareness piece 
for both of us is there now. We have we have corrected yes. course. But but now, you know, you are more aware of the habits, the the downhill right. habits yes. that that you had before and now you've you know formed better habits that Exactly. You, exactly. You know, that you can replace them with. Right. And one of the keys to of to to maintaining a a self-discipline is the environment that you place yourself in. So you mentioned um, that you learned a lot of this self-discipline when you were in school and and dance and, and ballet, right? Yes, yeah. This. Um, so what were some things that you learned through that? This conversation is bringing me back to like t- 2008 or nine when I was writing my college entrance exam because I think this is exactly what I wrote it about. Um, but I grew up doing ballet and dance since I was, I think, like two and a half years old or three years old or wow. something like that. And um, I think that's an environment where I really learned how to be self-disciplined. And you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, I was also, like, obviously going to school at the time and um, learning how to pr- prioritize and make time management a big uh, habit for yep. myself because yep. I'd be at the studio for hours every night. I'd go to school and then I'd go to dance and I'd be there and I, you know, still had homework and still had dinner and still had sure. all those things. And I think it was a really good environment to be around other people who are practicing self-discipline and to learn. Um, Great. To learn and, you know, looking at your notes, just kind of learning like how to, um, you know, know what you're good at, like play to your strengths yes, and yes. Um, kind of be okay with letting go of what you're, you don't do well to make the space for the things that you do do well. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hit one of those great points there. Self-discipline is most easily developed in our areas of strengths and passions mm-hmm. because we want to do it. So if we want to do it, learn to be betterly wow there's a bad english phrase betterly learn to be betterly learn to be more disciplined learn it better in those areas that you want to do it anyways yeah. and so and and there were a couple points that, that i put down here quit something you don't do well mm-hmm. to do something you do well so when was the last time you people looked at what they were doing and literally evaluate how am i spending my day mm-hmm Every company needs to do this. MACNI needs to do this. Every mm-hmm. organization I've ever been part of, what are we going to stop doing mm-hmm. that isn't bringing the return that we need it to bring? You know, families. We, the other thing we talked about before we hit record was the, um, the um, uh, weekly pickup for, you know, the trash pickup in the town of Onondaga happens now in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. And so everybody is looking at things that they don't need in their house and get rid of them before the truck stops, before mm-hmm. the truck passes, right? Yep. It's the same thing. So what can we stop doing that we don't need to do anymore? Yeah. That will give us time to do the things we should. Quit something you're not passionate about to do something that fills you with passion. Because when we're working on things that are that that excite us, it's it energizes us. We get so much more energy and, and passion. That's why a lot of people, when we talked about, we did the book When by Daniel Pink. Um, I just 
wow, this is amazing. I actually looked at my bookcase and found the book. Because <laughs> I'm not that organized. That's amazing that I found it because it's an unusual looking book. But anyways, he talked about the cycles in our day mm-hmm. and a lot of the reasons why people get energized. So we have a peak in the morning, then we have this trough, and then we come back out. One of the reasons we come out is oftentimes we're coming home from work and doing things that engage our passions. Right. Perfect thing to do for help us with our discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, Quit something that doesn't make a difference for something that does. So are we doing things that don't add value to ourselves, to our families, to people, whatever it might be? Um, Quit something that's not your dream for something it is. So again, it's that reflection piece. What are you doing? with your time. And and one of the reasons why self-discipline is so critical is anything worthwhile is uphill. Mm-hmm. And self-discipline enables you to go uphill. If too many people have uphill goals and downhill habits. Self-discipline allows us to to create habits that help us moving uphill if we're if we're just very focused on what we're doing there. Um, another point here was self-discipline is the difference maker between temporary success and permanent success. Self-discipline moves us from, um, from good intentions to good actions. It makes you do it. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think I, a lot of this, I mean, as you're reading these, like it's, it's about your priorities and your values, yes. right? Like yes. if you think about, and there are so many things that we'd all love to do, right? We could say, oh, I'd love to learn how to knit and I'd love to climb Mount Everest and I'd love, right? And we, you know, even have a lot of interest. But when you think about, okay, I have like a limited number of hours each day, but what are my priorities? And right. And so for you, right, you've decided that your health is a priority and that's why you've committed to walking every morning, even when you don't want to, even when it's 39 right. degrees, even when you have to wear a headlamp, because that is important to you because it, li- and I know this because it lines up with the values that you have, that you've shared with yep. us before on the podcast that, you know, that it'll help you chase your grandkids, which are, you know, family is a value that you have, right. um, that it will allow you to live a long life with your wife. And that's a value that you have. So it really comes back to like thinking about, okay, like there's endless possibilities for ways to spend our time. Yes. But we need to be self-disciplined with our priorities. And I think you also have, are going to share later on some ways to do that. Yes. So, yeah. So one of the keys here is, excuse me. Um, you, you know, you, you have to identify your priorities. And, and I've done that on a podcast, you know, the three R's, you know, what's required, what gives me the greatest return, what gives me the greatest reward, the three R's. There's things that I have to do. And some of those things we have to continue to evaluate because sometimes we may just think we have to and we don't anymore. What gives me the greatest return? So if I put some energy in this, it's going to move the ball farther down the field, so to speak, toward my goal. What gives me the greatest reward? What things speak to my heart? So you need to, st- so if you look at, if when you plan your day, if, you know, um, and some folks have taken the class that I teach called Making Today Matter, where we identify what are those priorities that we have? Are we working on the right things? That type of thing. And then looking at, 
how do we fit those things into our day? And so one, one of the things is the things that you don't want to do, you do first. That's why I walk in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I've had to shift it a little bit where it now is the second thing I do in the morning because the first thing I can do inside where there's lights that I can turn on. Okay. The other thing is that you could think about um, is when I'm walking, I can do something when I'm walking. So I'm walking to get exercise. But I can listen to podcasts. I can listen to audiobooks. I could intentionally spend that time thinking. Mm-hmm. So just it doesn't take any brain energy to walk. My brain knows how to walk. That's a habit. It's developed. Okay. And so that, that becomes one of the first things is how do I structure it? How do I schedule it? How do I create a habit of doing it? I don't think I'm ever going to enjoy exercise like some people do. I think I you will. I, I think you, you will. think I will. I, so you think I can get, I can, I can create new neural pathways to enjoy it. I do, and I think especially because you just touched on it, you, there are other things that you're doing while you're walking that I know you really enjoy. Exactly. So, yeah, so I, that's good. I think you'll you're you're going to build those pathways, and then you're going to start associating the things you really love with that with your walk. All right, so help me figure out how do I put something in that I really love instead of ice cream? I think you should keep eating the ice cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really, I, you are, it's not like you're eating endless amounts of ice cream. No, I'm not. I'm I not. think that that, I am, I am all in support of the ice cream. Okay, because like you said before we hit record, because we talked about some of these, it's in moderation. Yeah. It's not, I, it's not like I sit down, Feeling sorry for myself with a half a gallon of, you know, burned dairy up all night ice cream and eating it. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Life right. is life so, is to be enjoyed. So there's self discipline, right? But then yes. there are things to be enjoyed. So I could actually maybe even use my ice cream as a reward. Or is that that might be working against me? Oh well. <laughs> we can well I didn't just say that. How's that? <laughs> But what? But if that is something that helps me stay disciplined, then that does work. So I think that's the part about self-discipline is is based on reflection and self-awareness. So if there is something that works for you that keeps you very self-disciplined, do it. Mm-hmm. But the point is, we can't grow as a leader without self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And and you structure things. So something else. Somebody you know. Somebody would say. Um, so what should I do to be a leader? You need to read a book a month. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? I can't do that. Sure you can. Audiobooks. And if you buy it as a subscription in Audible, you know that you pay for it every month. Mm-hmm. You're going to read it because you paid for it. There's a way of, give, of creating discipline. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have consistently read or listened to, if all transparency, um, a new book, at least one a month for, I'm going to guess, four and a half years, five years. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I, and I want, I want to go back to the environment piece. Um, when you were learning this self-discipline, you had mentors in your life that were showing you that. Mm-hmm. They were giving you the structure. And this gets down to the part about, are you the smartest person in the room? And if you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. 
this whole teaching that I'm working through right now, I learned from somebody who's smarter than me on this leadership journey. And the exercise piece I picked up from John Maxwell when he admitted that he is walking slash swimming a total of five to seven miles a day. So that inspired me. So it's, the, it's again, it's the environment that I, that I immerse myself in. I'm listening to people. I'm talking with people that are living out values that I appreciate and aspire to. And that almost pulls me into a greater level of self-discipline. So that's what I mean by environment. You got to pick it. Pick, choose that environment very, very well. And, and then the, the, the last thing I want to note here, and then, you know, if there's something else that you think I missed, please remind me. Evaluate your life. When was the last time you really, you really sat down and looked at how are you spending your time and treasure, your time and your money? And is it moving you in the direction where you want to go? Because if the answer to that is no, the reason is a lack of discipline. Either that or you don't really believe in where you want to go. So that's leading from the inside out. Mm -hmm. What did I miss? I, I think, you know, the consistency piece is really yep. important. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's not like, you know, you do it once and that's it. You're forever self-disciplined. Yeah. Um, and, you know, re remembering that like every day is a, a new opportunity. I think, you know, thinking about, okay, you know, it's not about being perfect. It's about being right like, better than I was yesterday yes. and growing. I mean, I think that's why, that's why you read a book. You read more than a book a month or listen to more than a book a month, but it, it's not be, it's not like, oh, I'm going to read one book and now I'm changed. <laughs> it's, right. it's that constant um, improvement that comes with mm -hmm. reading and, and, you know, listening to podcasts and, you know, one of the podcasts right. that I really enjoy, um, has decreased their frequency, but I, every time I listen to it, um, I, I, you know, I'm like learning things and I'm yeah thinking about different things that, um, yep really help me and and really expands your mind expand my mind and, and exactly. exactly and so i think remembering that okay it's not like you're going to read one book and move on it's like right this this consistency is what will make it exactly self ongoing self-discipline yep. and, and it's so important right now i think too because a lot of people are off of their regular routines. So now is actually right, like a really right. good time to kind of establish some new self-discipline yeah. habits because it's like you're probably already out of sorts. And, right. um, you know, you might still be working from home or yep. whatever. And working from home requires a lot of self-discipline. So it does. It now does. is a good opportunity. And I, and I like how you talked, how you, you brought us back to the consistency piece because consistency compounds. Mm -hmm. It's like compounding interest. And you'll never, you know, when you, if I would say I'm going to read 60 books, like I can't read 60 books. Well, if you read one a month for five years, you just did. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's amazing how that, that compounds. And the other thing is that I'm not striving to be perfect. I'm striving to be better. 
I will right. never be perfect at being self-disciplined. My goal is tomorrow to be better than I was today. Mm-hmm. And the, the beauty is we get to start over every day. Mm-hmm. So just say, today I'm going to do this or that. So inside out, got to be bigger on the inside than we're on the outside. And when we are, we will have much more that we can give to others because you cannot give what you do not have. Mm-hmm. So next week, we're going to talk about leadership from the outside in. And I just kept people thinking about that. I also wanted to remind people about Live to Lead, our virtual Live to Lead offer. So there will be a link in the description. Click on the link. It'll take you to where you can sign up for Live to Lead. You can get it at $20 off the list price. The price that John Maxwell Company is selling it for is $99. And if you get it through MACNI, you can get the MACNI discount, which brings it down to $79. Mm-hmm. You also get access to last year's content that is there for you on the Leader Pass website. That's awesome. So hope hope people will take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually five different dates that you can choose from, and you get to listen to it for 72 hours. Anything else we need to tell people? No, I don't think so. All right. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was the next page.